and welcome to the Lime and Wolf podcast. I am your host, Raceland, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Nate. What's going on, dude? Not much. Ready to talk about some spooky shit. Yeah, and that is why we're here, and we also have a special guest. Go ahead and tell everybody who you are. Hey, it's me, Ty, uh, Spooky Stands. I've been on the show a couple times, and I'm back to talk about some spooky stuff, Nate, language. What? Nate language? Yeah, he said he said the S word. Oh, oh no, we don't we don't fucking cuss on this podcast, okay? I thought we didn't swear. I thought this was a family show. Okay, fine, fuck it, let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> the things we're going to be talking about certainly are family friendly. <laughs> no, and we yeah, right. no. <laughs> I think Ty, you're the perfect guest for this episode. Speak, seeing as that this is all about Halloween, and you are the spooky stands. You love Halloween. What what makes I Halloween do. your favorite uh, holiday? I don't know. I like uh, I like fall, the season. Uh, you know, the leaves changing colors. I like pumpkin flavored stuff. I like candy. I like scary movies. I don't know. It's just the perfect time of year for me. I agree. I think I think this is my favorite time of the year. One, like everything you just mentioned. Two, that miserable summer's over. If you don't know, I hate summer. So this is when it finally gets to good season. Agreed. Yes, Nate, you like you like Halloween pretty well, right? Is it, would you say this is one of your favorite holidays? Uh, Halloween is my second favorite holiday uh, <sighs> because I love costumes and masks. That makes sense. You do love dressing up, but and then never leaving your house. Yes, it's purely <laughs> for my own enjoyment. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about specifically Halloween movies. Now the the title of this podcast is actually Halloween season movies. The reason I didn't or not Halloween. Yeah, Halloween season movies. The reason why I didn't want it to be just Halloween movies is because I would wanted this to be not focused solely on has to be about Halloween. It's just the type of movies you watch during this season. It could be family friendly. It could be a scary movie. It could be a horror movie. It's just as long as it's something that most people watch during Halloween, it counts. You kind of agree with that, guys? Yeah, yeah. like Halloween Town. Sure. Isn't that a Disney original movie yes yes i think my wife likes that movie <laughs> yeah. so like uh halloween town 2 calabar's revenge it's pretty good i think they go on like five other halloween town i think yeah. i watched those as a kid i haven't seen those in oh god um, so many years yeah. anyways uh <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and start into our top five halloween season movies and since you're a guest ty how about you go ahead and go first well all right <laughs> All right, so number five on my list is a uh, it's a movie called Trick or Treat, not Trick or Treat, Trick, trick or Treat, like trick toys, or treat. Toys R. R Us, Trick or Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat. It is a 2007 American anthology horror comedy film, written and directed by Michael Doherty, if I'm saying that right, who went on to direct Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Okay, now I, now I'm understanding why. I was like, I've like, never heard of this. Oh, sense. but I I have heard of this actually. I was actually prop was thinking about watching it Wednesday, uh, but then ended up watching Haunted Mansion instead. Now, real, Nate, I real think quick, you would real like quick. this movie. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna make a comment before we start diving into our movies. I forgot to mention I wanted to limit this to one per franchise. That way we don't have you know there's. 18 or whatever there's so many friday the 13th movies i didn't want to list a five friday the 13th movie or something like that you know what i mean so one yeah. per franchise so for sure for so, sure all right go ahead See, and 
Yeah. Go go ahead to uh, talk about this trick or treat. So um, it's an anthology. Um, so you get a couple different stories. It's not just the one movie, but they all kind of have a similar like a through line uh, that connects all the stories together. And um, it really just captures the spirit of Halloween. Um, and okay. it's it's funny and it's gory. And um, yeah, there's really not much to say about it because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. But yeah. well, uh, what's the like, general idea of like, what is it kind of about? Can you give us like a quick synopsis? It's basically um, it takes place on Halloween night in the fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. Um, and then the plot follows um, basically a nonlinear narrative with characters crossing paths throughout the film. But okay. at the center of the story is uh, Sam, who is this, uh, it looks like a little kid wearing a burlap sack over his face, carrying a piece of candy, but there may be more to him than that. Um, oh. So he appears in all of the shorts and is the star of one of the shorts. I think it's pretty good. It's got, it's kind of like, like a lot of dark humor in it. Mm -hmm. uh, Anna Paquin. Oh, I, I know think her. that's how you say her name. Uh, yeah, that's Rogue. Rogue. From, yeah. Yeah. She's in the movie. She's also um, in, uh, isn't she also in, was it Vampire Diaries, I think? What, uh, she was in True Blood. That's I never watched True Blood. True Blood. I knew she was one it. of those like big time characters in one of those like HBO And then shows. Uh, the, the other guy who's in this movie um, that you might recognize, uh, Dylan Baker, who I was looking at while I was watching the movie, and I recognized him from somewhere, but I couldn't figure out who it was. And he was uh, Dr. Kirk Connors in the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. So, a lot of familiar faces, not necessarily big name actors, but like it, it, it's pretty good. I think it's a good watch, and it's a uh, perfect for the Halloween spirit. And when did you say this came out? Uh, two thousand seven. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of this movie, ever. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Give it a watch. Definitely. I was very interested. Uh, the only reason it didn't. We didn't watch it on Wednesdays because my dad's not really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we watched it as a family, so. Okay. Uh, we watched Haunted Mansion as a family. Uh, you talking about the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion? Uh, no, the new one. That oh, okay, on. okay. I haven't seen that new one yet. I liked it. I liked it better than the Eddie Murphy one. Oh, man. I know the Eddie Murphy one is one everybody hates and craps all over. I actually like that movie. That's a pretty it's fun, a fun movie. That's a fun movie. All right, Nate. Well, uh, anything else you want to say about that movie, Ty? Nope, we can move on. All right, I guess, Nate, you're next. What would be your number five for your Halloween season movie? All right, so my number five is one that I watched when I was young, probably a little, like, I probably shouldn't have watched it at uh -oh. my age. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it was Idle Hands. It was a 1999 comedy horror, uh, rated R, um, and it was an hour and 32 minutes long. I'll just quickly read this synopsis real quick. Uh, when slacker teen Anton Tobias has his right hand possessed by a demonic force, he finds that his life gets a lot more interesting. While Anton himself is an amiable guy, his hand proves to be an appendage of death, killing his two best buddies, Nub and Mick, who return to life as wise-cracking zombies. In addition to murdering those closest to him, Anton's evil hand significantly hinders his chances with lovely neighbor, Molly. Uh, Interesting. Ty, have you ever heard of this movie? I have not, but I'm looking at this cast list and I see a lot of names that I recognize. Yes. What's the name of the uh, movie again? Idle Hand. Idle Hands. Hand. Idle Hands. Yes. Uh, so basically a play on like the old thing of Idle Hands of the Devil's Playground. Um, 
stay busy or you're going to get up to trouble. And this, like Ty said, is a pretty packed uh, cast. Uh, Anton is played by Devin Sawa. Uh, his best friends, Mick and Nub, are played by Seth Green and Eldon Henson. Definitely like Seth, Seth Green. And the neighbor, Molly, is played by Jessica Alba. Oh, wow. Uh, this so, is actually probably the first movie I'd ever seen Jessica Alba in, and Seth Green, to be fair. So I don't, I didn't hear if you said this. Did you? Who is P Nub? Did you say who that was? Eldon Henson. Yeah, he plays Foggy Nelson in Daredevil. Yes, he was also in the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. He was. Is he the big tough guy in the Mighty Ducks? The one that does. Yeah, the he's one of the Bash Brothers. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the Bash Brothers. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, like the. The cast was pretty good for this. Uh, what, the movie gets is me, very funny. What what gets me, Nate? Sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're um, fine. I'm looking at this cast list, and the Offspring are in this movie as themselves. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, and uh, Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two also plays a character in this movie. No way. Yeah, I think the Offspring. Kyle Gass is in this movie. Is that the band? Yeah, right? Kyle Gass. Yeah, Burger Jungle guy. That's funny. Mindy Sterling, I know who that is too. This uh, movie just kind of screams 90s to me. (laughs) It is. It is very much so. And, like, it almost has a great uh, message of pot saving the day. Perfect. Uh, That's very 90s. Yeah. It is. It was just a fun movie. Um, Probably one of the first... um, like comedy horrors I'd ever seen that I really got into. Okay. And I don't know the friends coming back after he just brutally murdered them. Uh, and then them just acting like, Oh man, it's cool. Uh, Nate, are you spoiling, are you spoiling this movie right now? I mean, that was the synopsis. <laughs> I'm just giving you trap. So, no just giving you crap. <laughs> uh, but I do highly recommend watching it. Sadly, I don't, I think the only thing it's on is Pluto TV. I mean, isn't that free? Yeah. I don't... But I don't know if it actually is on there. Oh, that's a bummer. Because every time I've tried to watch it on there, like, I keep getting an error or something. And and, and anything with ads is always terrible. It's on there. I'm I'm checking right now. Okay, so it could just be on my end then. Uh, I highly recommend if you're looking for just kind of a dumb veg out movie to watch there you go it's gory as hell um funny and raunchy okay Alrighty. all right so i guess that moves on to me uh yep. so my number five uh is one of the only ones on this list that are actually out of a franchise and i specifically picked this one out of the franchise because it's my favorite one so far and that is a nightmare on elm street three Dream Warriors. All right. Okay. Welcome to prime time. Heck yeah. I think <laughs> out of all the ones that I've seen so far, I haven't seen them all, but I'm, I'm making my way there. I think this is my favorite one so far. Okay. It's a good one. It's a really good yeah, one. I, I liked it. It's very good. I loved the idea of basically like superheroes facing off against Freddy Krueger. That was yeah. one of the biggest appeals to this movie for me. Agreed. And, I definitely liked when... Uh, like everybody had their own dream persona to go against. Exactly. Them. Even though some of them were very short lived. 
that, uh, I will say that's probably one of the more infuriating <laughs> movies as well for me because the kid who's like, I'm a wizard in the dream world got shafted so badly in that movie. <laughs> so Ty, I know you're a bas- you're a massive Nightmare on the Street guy. What do you what would you say this is your favorite one or which one would you be would you be your favorite one? Don't know if Dream Warriors is my favorite one, but it's definitely one of the high points in the franchise, I would okay, say. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing that I I didn't want to get into it too much cuz I figured you might have one on your list. We also <laughs> we also did an episode about this movie on your podcast, and I was on that episode. I am aware. I am aware. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, and I don't want to contradict myself. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I love Dream Warriors. It's great. Um, I think it's a good follow-up to the first movie. I like that they brought Nancy back. I like the concept of the, the dream powers and stuff. You know, it's it's good. It's creative. Uh, I, I recommend it. I feel, it like, is- I feel like with this movie, they were like, guys, forget about number two. It didn't happen. Basically, yeah. Because yeah. like number two is good, but like I, uh, I feel like I a lot a of soft people, spot for number two. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't like number two. It's uh, it's getting a bit of a cult following in the in the you know nowadays. But I'm surprised as to why. Like, why did people not like it when it came out? Um, well, you know, believe it or not, a lot of those movies in the Elm Street franchise and the Friday franchise, a lot of them got like really bad reviews when oh, they came shocker. out. Shocker. So. They're super yeah. dumb and silly. Of course, well, critics are going to tear it apart. Critics really hate horror, so it's not really surprising. Yeah, but. anytime I see a horror movie and they're like, yo, you should watch this, and I look at the reviews, I'm like, this has like a three or a two or something. I just like ignore it because I'm like, Psh. critics hate horror movies. Yeah. You always have to take horror with a grain of salt. If you like Unless the- it's something like really artsy, like Get Out or something. Well, then like. I know I saw recently on your letterbox that you watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah, that okay. So uh, that movie it was truly awful. Yeah, and, uh, okay. It's not on my list. That's, not to get to a big tangent or thing, but why was it rated so low? Why was it so bad? It was uh, poorly written. Okay, it's so, like all of the worst elements of a cliche horror film and upped it to a thousand. So I guess you watched it too, Nate. <clears throat> yes. I, I would say that's true, but also it took itself way too seriously for a movie about <laughs> killer Winnie the Pooh. And exactly. And, and, and the fun, you know, like I, I go into a movie called Winnie the Pooh blood and honey <laughs> expecting to have a little bit of fun, but like the, it was like one of the most miserable movies I've watched in a yeah, long time. Yeah, that's so funny. Don't yeah, worry, I heard. It sucks. It I heard sucks. that the the same people that did that movie want to do Bambi next. Yeah, well, yeah, I probably won't watch it to be honest. <laughs> so get so get back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so yeah, this this movie definitely like I think Nate, how far did we get on the podcast? I didn't we get up to Two five? After that, I believe. Yeah, so we did. We got up to no, number five. And oh, so you, you haven't done Freddy's Dead yet, then? No. Yeah. Nate said he watched all the uh, he yes. watched them all without me so, yes. because he, he abandoned me. But that's fine. Yes, uh, <laughs> I couldn't. We went on hiatus for a bit, and I was like, I can't wait. Halloween's coming up. I want to get these knocked out. That's all right. That's all right. I'll watch them on my own time. But yeah, I, out of the five I watched, this is definitely the best one in my opinion. Some of the deaths were so creative in this movie, like. I, without getting too much spoilage, one of my favorite scenes, deaths, whatever, is the Puppet Master. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good one. That, is, that was so, so unique. So, yeah, that, that's my number five is the Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Solid pick. All right, uh, back to you, Ty. 
That's back to me. Number uh, I four. Think we'll keep it in the 80s. Um, so I have uh, on my number four is The Fog. The Fog? From 1980. Yep. It's a uh, 1980 American supernatural horror film directed by John Carpenter, and he didn't say anything about not having movies from the same director, so... Oh, that's yeah. fine. I just didn't want... I honestly just didn't want, like, five Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That's basically yeah, no, it. none of that. But we will be seeing John Carpenter's name again on my list. Don't worry. Um, I figured. You're the horror guy. I'm expecting lots of the same styles of movies. Yeah. So, basically, The Fog, uh, it tells the story of a strange glowing fog that sweeps over a small coastal town in Northern California, bringing with it vengeful ghosts of uh, leprous mariners who were killed in a shipwreck there a uh, century before. So it's like the ghost pirate movie. It's, uh, it's, uh, so first of all, why I picked this movie um, is that when you turn this movie on, and this is not a spoiler, the very intro scene is like a campfire and this guy is telling this story. So basically you're watching a ghost story. And, I, you know, that to me... It's good atmosphere. Um, it's good I, I like atmosphere, and it and it fits with the uh, season, uh, in my opinion. You so know, is a ghost this story? Is this movie like like supposed to be a serious like slasher type of movie, or is this like a like a lighthearted type of movie? This is not a lighthearted movie. Um, it's not a su- uh, okay. So it's like it's from 1980, so it's not <laughs> it's not like super scary or anything. But I think it's a, the vibe is really good, and I'm sure if you had watched it in 1980, it probably would have scared you. And no, it's not a slasher movie. It's like a supernatural horror movie. The ghosts are coming to get you, basically. Ghost pirates. Um, when, when you said that, it made me think of, like, if you watched it in the 80s, you'd probably be terrified. And it made me think of people, like, from the 70s that were, like, absolutely terrified of the movie Jaws. And now you look back, and it's now rated PG. And, no, like, yeah. it's so corny. But back in the it's 70s, a- oh, terrifying! Well, you so, know, it's like I'm sure kids um, 20 years from now are going to think stuff from 2023 was. That's so true. Also, We're so, yeah. like, so numb to everything now. Like, things that were supposed to be so messed up and brutal were just like, we see that on, like, the streets. It's fine. But, like, I think The Fog works really well because um, it's it's basically like Scooby Doo for adults, but without the talking dog and the ghosts are real. That sounds cool. Yeah. I've never heard of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I really like it. I, I <laughs> full transparency, I am a big John Carpenter fan, and I like most of his movies. But The Fog, um, I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. Um, there is a remake from 2005 starring Tom Welling from Smallville. Do no, not hey. watch that one. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. You, you said Tom Welling though. I like Tom Welling. Yeah, That's well, the one I watched. I'll tell you what. If you absolutely have to watch the remake, at least watch the original first. Well, I do love 80s. I grew up on 80s movies, so I would definitely probably try to watch the 80s one first for sure. Yeah, and, and like you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie. She's from Halloween, and uh, it's got some other people that you would see in some of his other movies, but. That's the big name that you guys would know. So, but, John, I don't know who the... You said John Carpenter is his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Is he the guy who created Halloween? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he directed Halloween. Okay, that makes sense then. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about that later. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's my number four, The Fog. Uh, I'm going to check that out. out. I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. All right, Nate, back to you, buddy. Uh, So, my number four is a... Definitely newer than the 80s. Uh, 2017 is when it came out. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a horror mystery 
an hour and 36 minutes long, PG-13, and it is Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've heard of this movie. I never saw it. That's good. Um, Happy Death Day. What was that? Was that like more of a like? Was that like more of a family friendly movie? No, no, not at all. But it's it's uh, it's more comedic. I'll, I'll that, okay, that's what I meant. It's more like comedic and stuff. Yeah. 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 So as I've mentioned previously in the podcast, I'm a big fan of time travel, um, whatnot, and that is exactly what this is. It is a horror film time loop movie groundhog's day for death oh you have okay you've talked about this with me before groundhog yes. day but a slasher is chasing you yeah okay yeah that sounds cool i from what you've told me back in the past nate this actually sounds like something i'd like uh so i'll quickly read the synopsis just so i don't spoil anything myself because i have a habit of doing that yes you do. uh tree gelman uh Gelbman is a blissfully self-centered collegian who wakes up on her birthday in the bed of a student named Carter. As the morning goes on, Tree gets the eerie feeling that she's experienced the events of this day before. When a masked killer suddenly takes her life in a brutal attack, she once again magically wakes up in Carter's dorm room unharmed. Now the frightened young woman must relive the same day over and over until she figures out who murdered her. Oh, okay. So Yeah, yeah sounds it, pretty cool. It is... I'm, for whenever I watch horror, what I mainly look for is comedy, gore, and violence. Um, those three things. But the added <laughs> bonus of time travel or time loop is just icing on the cake for me. Yeah, and um, a lot of people say it's basically Groundhog Day meets Scream, and I know you're a big Scream fan now, Raceland. I am. Very much so, actually. Um, and actually, uh, I'll just say it, the uh, the sequel's pretty good, too. Definitely. Definitely. The sequel does a great job of just building on to what was already the previous foundation of the first movie. So, Nate, yeah. I'm looking at this cast. I don't recognize a single person on this cast. Um, no, it's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, but, like, I can't say I recognize any of them, really. Interesting. But just because somebody isn't but known you know does not mean it's a bad movie by any means. Yeah, like some of these people are going to be probably um, in other stuff because of movies like Happy Death Day. Well, yeah, yeah. like look, I was... Uh, before I go into my next one, I was I've actually was rewatching a few of these movies to get prepared for the podcast, and some of them are like, "Oh yeah, that dude moved on to like he had a small role in this movie, and he moved on to like massive stuff later on in life." Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, small roles are not always a bad thing by any means. I mean, look at the 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 kids from uh, Stranger Things; they didn't think that they'd be massive stars now, did they? Well, here I'll say this: um, I watched, and I'll make this really quick. But I watched this uh, movie called The House of the Devil. It takes place in the 80s. It's kind of a slasher. And um, there's this one woman in the movie who gets killed pretty quickly. And she's this blonde lady. Um, And that same woman, uh, Greta Gerwig, would go on to direct the Barbie movie, which is making billions of dollars now. That's so funny. So so you never know. (laughs) You also have, like, actors like Kevin Bacon and Johnny Depp both had pretty... Not main role. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Johnny Depp was it Johnny Depp's then, first movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he yeah. might have been on Twenty One Jump Street by that point, but I'm not sure. But that was a series, I think. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, TV. that yeah. was such a small little role as like the the boyfriend of the main character, and then he became Johnny Depp of who he is now. And then yeah. the same with Kevin Bacon is he was like in his Friday, death was yeah. right off the bat. Oh yeah, I forgot he wasn't even in that movie. So yeah, uh, definitely side roles will bring you, or not always, but 
can definitely lead you down more prosperous paths. It's true. All right, cool. Yep. Um, is it my turn now? Yes. All yep. right. My number four, like I said, I rewatched these some of these movies. I rewatched this actually like two days ago, and it's from 1987, and it is The Lost Boys. Ooh, I haven't okay. watched it yet. You haven't watched I... The Lost Boys? No, but I, I have the 4K Blu-ray. Dude, Ty, I think you would like this movie. It's more of a light-hearted, like having a I, good I, time. I know what movie. it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not. Um, it's not. Any, it's not. This is not a horror movie by any means. This is more of a comedy adventure type of movie. What, wouldn't you say yeah. that, uh, Nate? Wouldn't you say it's more like something like that? How would you define this movie? It's been forever since I've seen. I'd have to rewatch it because it's listed as horror comedy on Google. It's definitely not a horror movie. Like it's about vampires, and it's basically about like these I... two kids are like. Uh, like, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for vampires. They're in the town, and they try to team up with the new guy to take down a vampire. It, it's it's campy yeah, as hell. Yeah, it's, it's a very famous movie, and I actually got the 4K Blu-ray for it on sale, like, a week ago, so I, I will watch it eventually. Yeah. Um, who is... Uh, Keith or Sutherland is one of the, the vampire hunters as a kid. No, he's one of the vampires. Vampires, yeah. I thought Keith. Oh, you're right. He, yeah, he's the he's the head vampire. Who is the Corey Feldman? That's who I'm thinking of. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman is Edgar Frog. He's one of the vampire boys, the vampire mm-hmm. hunter boys. Uh, and rewatching this movie, you were just talking about minor roles. I'd forgotten that the guy from Bill and Ted is in this movie as one of the ba- vampires' lackeys. Oh, yeah? Oh, Alex Winter. Yep, Alex Winter. Yeah. The guy who's not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh. So rough. <laughs> you don't really compare to Keanu. <laughs> I did not realize that there was another Lost Boys movie. There are three Lost Boys movies. Crazy. Uh, uh, I'll probably watch the first one and not the other. <laughs> uh, don't. You don't be sh- cutting those movies short. The second one is really good too, but yeah, this movie, this movie is like defines the eighties of like the atmosphere because you got you got your rough and tough biker gang boys with the crazy hair with all the chains and all the you know all the stuff on them like you know like the eighties look of like they're mm-hmm. like the greaser biker boys type of thing. It, it, it's the punk boys. It's just so it funny. Is. It is an interesting, uh, like, perception of monster roles that I've seen shift, where, like, in the 80s, they were more bad boy kind of characters, like the biker boys and stuff like that. Right. But nowadays, in a lot of books, there are, it's the werewolves that are bikers, and vampires are more like the white-collar like businessmen, CEO type characters, like or, American Psycho style. Or you can have, you could have Twilight and have them sparkling. And playing baseball. Yep, yep yeah. and playing baseball and resisting and, the urge to, to eat, drink blood while listening to like Pantera and stuff. And claiming infants as their mates, like oh that was a werewolf. Uh, well, it's the werewolf vampire. that does that, actually, mate. I just yeah, want to make it very clear. Yeah, That's come the, on, man, get your Twilight <laughs> lore down, okay? 
Okay, I thought we were talking about both vampires and werewolves from the Twilight because I mentioned uh, werewolves. You're the silver-eyed wolf. You're the one who brought up werewolves. <laughs> I just want to make I just want to make it very I, clear that it is the werewolf that tries to I'm groom. I'm glad the baby. that we the, uh, the the one that was born <laughs> the the baby that was born like not even thirty minutes into life, and he's like, "That's my partner. That's my mate right there." And yeah. then he named her Nessie, and then she got really <laughs> mad because all right, why are we talking about? Twilight? I don't know. I'm I don't know. Twilight. <laughs> but yes, Ty. Definitely watch The Lost Boys. It is a fantastic Halloween season because it's not even a horror movie. It's not even a Halloween movie. It's, it's just it's wrestling. Just a f- it's a horror movie. You're gonna make a lot of people mad. Stop it, saying it's not a horror movie. It doesn't seem like a horror movie. It's not scary at all. Yeah, it's literally the okay. If it's not that, don't put it on the list. Yes. It doesn't have to. It's just a movie. You okay? You know what? The Lost Boys is a horror movie. Let's move on. Okay, continue. Next person, please. All right, that's that's me. Um, All right, so number three. Let's uh, let's step out of the '80s and uh, let's go to uh, a time that we're a little more familiar with. Okay. Uh, The year is 1999. Okay. And the movie is the Blair Witch Project. Ah, that doesn't surprise Uh, me. It's on your list. I. Never finished that movie. I've never seen this now, movie. The Blair Witch Project That's is a, a 1999 American supernatural horror film <laughs> written, directed, and edited by Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Is the Blair Witch um, Project the famous one where the, the, the person's puking on him? No, that's The Exorcist. No, the Exorcist. Oh, okay. <laughs> My God, Raceland. Dude, <laughs> okay. Is... Shut up. <laughs> All right, so here, let me... Let me yeah, let, let Ty me... explain what the Blair Witch let, one is. Here, let me show you. I'm going to tell you right now. It is a fictional story of three student filmmakers who hike into the Black Hills near Burkittsville, Maryland in 1994 to film a documentary about a local myth known as the Blair Witch. Um, uh, and... Uh, they disappear, but their equipment is found, and you're watching it because this is a found footage movie. Ah, okay. So you have to watch the footage and see why they disappeared and how it happened. And uh, it's um okay. So I'm just gonna preface: this movie is not for everybody. Okay. Um, and I, th- I, I think that I, I first of all, you have to get past the found footage thing. If that's not your thing, I could yeah. see. When you say that being a very bad movie to watch, that was the hurdle for me. Is I did not like that style of movie, and I was like, eh, "What do you okay. mean by found footage style? What does that mean?" So, like, have you ever seen Cloverfield? Oh, you talking about where it's like all the first person and stuff? It's yeah, like a home video. Yes, kind of. It's a home video, basically. Oh well, then Nate, you're not gonna like my number two if that's you don't like that style. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> so, but uh, what I like about this movie. <clears throat> and it, it, first of all, witches. Uh, Halloween, you know, it's, it's yeah. got witches. Um, local legends. I think the the mythology behind the Blair Witch and the town of Burkittsville, Maryland, is very interesting. They only really hint at it in the movie, but there is supplementary material um, that was available at the time. They did a lot of viral marketing when this movie was coming out. So like they would have like websites you could go to kind of like Cloverfield, uh, actually Cloverfield, <laughs> um, copied a lot from Blair, Witch. but, didn't, uh, didn't Cloverfield not do very well? No, I think it, it did. It did fine. I think it did um, well enough to get like get two sequels. Movies. Yeah. Well, I remember I saw t- not too much of a tangent. I saw 10 Cloverfield lane about the, un- in the bunker. That was really good. That's a good movie too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a great movie. But, um, Blair Witch, uh, once again, 
you get some good shots of like uh, autumn leaves and stuff. They're in the woods. They're looking for a witch. Local legend. I think this movie. I, I I struggle with recommending it to people. I really like this movie. I don't know that it holds up for people in modern times. Oh no, that's not always good. Um, like I wouldn't recommend this to like a sixteen-year-old because I think they would think it's ridiculous. Probably. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's worth watching. Um, it was at one point the like highest-grossing independent film of all time. Wasn't there a time where like people actually believed it was real yes, or something? That's the cool thing is that people thought it was real when it came out. Why did they think it was real? Because all so, so like all the actors are playing characters. Uh, but they're just their names. Like uh, Heather Donahue stars in the movie as a girl named Heather. Okay, yeah. I can see what you mean, Dad. So and you said people, this came out what 1999? Yeah. So the internet so people, wasn't even out to like be out there and be trolls at this point. Well, like there, so like they had the websites. They also had a fake documentary on like uh, History Channel or Sci-Fi Channel. I can't remember which one called The Curse of the Blair Witch, that treated everything like it was real. <laughs> okay, now I can see so why like people they, thought it was they real. Set it up, they set it up perfectly. And, that's so uh, funny. People that, fell for that's it. a big middle finger to everybody. <laughs> and people fell for it. But I think the movie is pretty good. Um, I like it. I can see you liking uh, that, for sure. So, uh, one of the things that also made it was apparently they passed out missing person leaflets in real life. That's yes. so funny. They tried really hard to get people to believe in this. Why? I will say this probably was one of the most creative and dastardly uh, marketing campaigns for a movie. Yes. That I've had ever seen. And it's one of the reasons why I actually gave it a chance of watching it, uh, which allowed me to realize I'm not a big fan of that style of movie. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the marketing was genius. I'll I'll say this. they played a trick on everybody, and it was a treat, and that's why it's on my Halloween list. They had nice. a website. Nice. Yeah. And uh, you know what? The sequel, Blair Witch, is not bad also. <laughs> Message boards and chat rooms. There's even a Blair Witch video game. Uh, Heck you know. yeah. All right, cool. But that's all I have to say about that's it. crazy. All right, Nate. Your, your turn, I think. Uh, You're up? Yes. All right. Yes. So my third... Is so these the top three are ones that I consider very close to me. The these are the ones that I absolutely like. I highly recommend them to everyone. Twilight. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zombieland. From oh, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. All right. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, Zomb- I guess that's Halloweenish. Yeah. Zombies. Like you. It is one of the most foundational Halloween. That's monsters true. Okay. Y- you're ever. right. You're right. Uh, came out in 2009, and this movie, uh, is my all-time favorite zombie movie. It is... Mine too. Funny. It is tense in moments. It is emotional. It is great characters. Uh, just a great setup. One of my all-time favorite things about this movie is that it actually sets up rules to survive zombie plagues and shit and you follow uh, you follow them to a t right nate no 
I'd probably I first off I would die in a zombie apocalypse immediately because I would try to help somebody and end up dying. No, that's not it. You would die because you would forget to check the back seat. No, because I'd be sitting in the back seat. I wouldn't be the one driving. Oh my god. So I just kind of glanced at the cast. <laughs> Guys, I just kind of glanced at the cast and I didn't realize. Do you remember 406, the girl in 406? Yeah. That is Amber Heard. Yes. I had no idea that was Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. It had I a. Remember that. It did have a very, like, it had an encompassing cast. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Abigail Breslin, Emma Stone, Bill Murray, Bill Amber Murray, Heard, like you said. Uh, so yeah, it it was just a great movie. I highly recommend. The second one was not as good in my no, opinion. No, not liked at it. all. I still liked it. Uh, it was okay. But it definitely did not quite hit the same notes and oh man the first one is just it is what i recommend for anybody who wants a very good zombie movie uh shout out to woody harrelson as tallahassee who says believe it or not twinkies do have <laughs> expiration dates right like he's like i'm gonna debunk this shit <laughs> That's and then so uh, when he it's an he's looking for Twinkies uh, and they can't find Twinkies and he finds snowballs, he gets really mad. He's like, I hate coconut. Dude, I Not agree the with him, though. The consistency. Dude, that's justified, okay? Snowballs are terrible. Fuck snowballs. Man, I want to watch Zombieland now. Dude, Zombieland's I, pretty good. I, 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 I give it... Uh, I like Zombieland. It's yeah, a good movie. I agree with you, Nate. This is a good pick. All right, that that is my number three. My number three is actually a remake, and I don't know how people feel about this movie compared to the original. And that is from 2017, the movie It. Oh. I, I thought it was very good. I had never seen the original. I still have not seen the original. But I this, loved this movie. This this almost made my list, believe it or not. Oh, that's awesome to hear. This was one of the first, like, movies... I know you just said The Lost Boys is a horror movie, but whatever. This was one of the first movies that really got me into the horror genre. I know it was kind of late to the game, because I had watched horror movies in, up until then. Like, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets and all that stuff. We, I started that because you recommended it, Ty. Mm-hmm. That was way late to the game. That was, like, last year. I mean, I'm, 2017, I'm I went and that. saw this movie in theaters. This was my first, like, real, like, alright, let's check out this genre. Me and my wife went. I think this movie was... I thought this movie was done very well. And the guy... I forget his name. The guy who plays Pennywise... Bill uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah. Does it so well. He does such a good job as being creepy as hell. What what is your guys' favorite scene in this movie? Because there's one that's coming to my mind right now. Favorite scene in the movie? Yeah. You know, um, this might be a bit of a, a surprise because I'm not going to pick a scare. <laughs> um, but I really like the scene where they go over to Bev's and they help clean the bathroom and that song from The Cure is playing. <laughs> that's the most um, random. That's such a random scene. No, no, I know. I just think it's really... Okay, so... Uh, it's very wholesome. Like, like all right. So, uh, not to derail your question, but um, what I like about it, and it's the same thing I like about Stranger Things is that they capture that feeling of being a kid and having friends and like just i I think it's very 
it can be scary because I think the movie does have some legitimate scary moments. I agree um, with all I, of what you're saying. But, but I think it's very like well written and well acted. Like the kids do a, a fucking great job. Agreed. I think the chick and, who plays Beverly is gonna definitely go places. And uh, yeah, I can't remember her name. Sophia something. Yeah. But, um, she was in a series on Netflix I absolutely fucking loved, and they freaking canceled it. It was a uh, oh, what was it called? I don't remember what's called. It. She had superpowers, and oh man, now it's gonna bother me. Well, like, well, like it is the complete package. That movie will make me laugh. That movie will make me jump in my seat. And and uh, you know what? I'll say it. That movie will bring tears to my eyes a little bit at the end when they're talking about. Oh, I guess we can't spoil. <laughs> Oh, uh, and and uh, I I hate to break the rules, but you know, uh, it chapter two not bad either. I was gonna ask what your thoughts about chapter two were. I, I like it. I I I I think, and I I understand people's complaints with chapter two, but I think they did a good job uh, picking adults to match the kids, and I think that it is better as the complete story, like watching chapter one and chapter two together. I like that. So what I was saying that series real quick is called I Am Not Okay With This. Did you guys, either one of you guys see that series? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Dude, I loved that show. And it was only seven episodes long and it got canceled. And I was so angry because she did such a great job as what you were just saying about capturing. I'm a kid. Some weird shit's happening to me. I'm developing these powers. I don't understand it. And I'm just trying to be a normal kid. And they captured it really well. And then they're like, uh, yeah, no, we're going to cancel. Oh, so her cool. name's uh, Sophia Lillis. And you're right. She is doing things because she was in the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Yep. That's yeah. what I was saying is that she's going places. No, but my favorite scene, I don't know if this is my favorite. This is the most memorable one that pops out of my head of the movie It is the scene where they're uh, looking over the footage. Oh, yes. Dude, that scene scared the crap out of me when I watched yeah. it in theaters. That, Nate, uh, Nate, what about you? about the projector? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Dude, that, that's scene, a, that's that's scene, that scene freaked me out when I was like, oh, god damn. <laughs> it's good, yeah. Nate, any scene that comes to your mind about this movie? Uh, so my favorite scene is actually them cleaning out and shaping up the little fort in the forest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that goes along with what Ty was saying. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I like a lot of the wholesome moments from it. Like when they're swimming at the quarry and like the rock fight, I like the rock fight when they, uh, beat the, the shit bullies. out of the bullies. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's like, uh, yeah. Dude, speaking of number two, you were saying Ty, it made me think of that, uh, that maze of mirrors scene. Jesus, dude. Oh yeah. That scene was oh. messed up. I like the part. <laughs> Where they're in the house and they have to choose between the doors where it's like scary, not scary, and a little scary or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I like how much of a troll Pennywise is. Dude, that movie's so good. I want that's one of the movies I didn't get a chance to rewatch. I want to rewatch that movie, man. But yeah, that's yeah, that was my I number could go three. Watch it right now. Dude, this is my that was right my now. number three. This is such a goddamn good movie. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't make your list if you like it so much, Ty. See, the problem was is that I I, I can't recommend it without recommending it chapter two. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to break your rules, but no, no, I, I, I agree with you. It's it, uh, five, five out of five for me. At for sure. One. For sure. All right. Uh, is that back to you, Ty? For number That's two? Back to me. All right. All right. Um, 
So let's talk a little bit about uh, common horror tropes. Oh, boy. Um, I think one of the biggest ones is the the trope of the cabin in the woods. And I think Nate knows where I'm going with oh, this. Yeah. And uh, no, it's not the movie Cabin in the Woods. That's what I thought you is, were saying. <laughs> which is okay. But uh, no, I'm, we're going to take it back a little bit further in time uh, to a man named Ash Williams who goes <laughs> okay. to this cabin in the woods with his friends and uh, is attacked by the Evil Dead. I've nice. never seen this movie still. So the Evil Dead is a 1981 or 1983, depending on who you ask, American supernatural <laughs> horror film. Wait, written. How does that work? Uh, it, it's a long story. Uh, there's actually an episode about this on our old podcast, What's Playing Tonight, uh, and it's still uploaded. If you guys really want to hear the long story, okay, but, okay, um, okay. Uh, it, it was written and directed by uh, Sam Raimi. Uh, oh, I know who that is. No, <laughs> to go direct the Spider-Man trilogy, specifically mm-hmm. Spider-Man three, right? Uh, he directed all three of them. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, Spider-Man three, um, and the film stars Bruce Campbell, who did a cameo <laughs> in all three of those Spider-Man movies. That's so funny. And uh, basically, it's about this uh, group of people. Uh, uh, story focuses on five college students vacationing in an isolated cabin in a remote wooded area. After they find an audio tape that, when played, releases a legion of demons and spirits, four members of the group suffer from demonic possession, forcing the fifth member, Ash, to survive an onslaught of increasingly gory mayhem. Now, here's the thing. I could recommend any movie in the Evil Dead franchise. I haven't seen Evil Dead Rise yet, so I can't recommend that one. But every single one before that, as far as I'm concerned, you're getting a good movie. But I'm going to stick with the original because it's the original. Um, and I think this movie... I don't know if this is like the first instance of Cabin in the Woods in horror movies, but it is definitely one of the most memorable. Um... They what they did with the five dollar budget that they had for this movie is uh, pretty amazing, and like uh, like with the effects and the acting's really good. I love Bruce Campbell, um, and he definitely gets to be more of his usual Brucey self in the later movies. But I kind of like uh, you know doughy eyed, inexperienced Ash in the first movie, and yeah. um, and uh, yeah. It's it's really good. It's gory. Um, there are some things that maybe I would have not put in the movie today, uh, <laughs> but that's what you get when you're going for uh, watching older movies. Not everything's going to necessarily be PC. Um, suitable Something for the time. Disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Evil Dead. Love it. Nice. Good pick. Good pick. Still need to watch it. You do. <laughs> Pretty good. So I guess that leads to my second one, and I feel like we haven't talked enough about this. Uh, Evil Dead Army of Darkness. <laughs> uh, we didn't plan this. Is that the sequel? Let's go ahead. And... But I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> it is uh, the third installment of the Evil Dead franchise. It is... So for me, it's the first movie I watched in the Evil Dead franchise. It, um, it introduced me to Ash Williams. Then I later on watched Evil Dead with Ty, actually. Um, 
and still Army of Darkness is the one I I highly recommend for everybody because again it is it leans into the more heroic aspect of Ash. Uh, he's no longer the doughy-eyed uh, college boy from Evil Dead. No, uh, he's the one-liner. Yeah, he's the <laughs> one-liner. Uh, one-liner one skewing hunky badass with one arm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Army of Darkness, Ash has since left the cabin in the woods to go to the castle in the plains. That's true. <laughs> Uh, he gets transported back into medieval times. Yes. Okay. Uh, where he is aided with his legendary chainsaw and boomstick to take down an army of darkness uh, led by none other than Spoiler. I won't say because I want most of you to go out and watch it yourself. Uh, yeah, this is just a great movie. It definitely builds on to the uh, Evil Dead that Ty was just talking about, uh, and no, we did not plan this. This that's funny. This was perfect. And and just to um, kind of give everybody an idea of what they're dealing with. Um, so I would describe The Evil Dead as a horror movie. I would describe Army of Darkness as a comedy horror movie. Yeah, like, makes sense. Uh, like, e like starting with Evil Dead Two, they get progressively funnier and funnier. Wackier. Yeah, and like you're doing full on Three Stooges slapstick in uh, Army of Darkness. That yeah. sounds a lot like Nate for sure. Yeah, it's, so it's definitely no, the reason I, why. I, I love right. this movie too. Like I said, you can't go wrong with Evil Dead, in my opinion. Uh, I I agree. I like I I've, I've seen the majority of the Evil Dead movies. Um, I've read a lot of Evil Dead comics. I have yet to find anything that I don't like about Evil Dead. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of real quick, one of so e Army of Darkness has a couple of endings actually: a theatrical ending, a VHS ending, now DVD ending, I suppose. Uh, and the canon ending is apparently considered to be the worst ending. Ty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have released a comic that is now canon effect the progression of army of darkness and it mentions how it is now the worst like timeline that ash could have lived in so. oh, okay all right uh how does so, that yeah. work with the tv show all right we don't have time for this yeah yeah well, <laughs> i i can't go into that then uh yeah yeah you are up now recently all right all right so my number two is a movie i don't think you've ever seen nate i know mean i know ty you saw it because we talked about it it's called As Above, So Below. Ah, yes. Nate, did, have you ever even heard of this movie? Yes, I've heard of it. I have not seen it, though. So I've this, actually av actively avoided watching because I usually don't like just straight-up horror movies. Well, let me let me explain what, a little bit about this movie. This What what did you call this earlier, Ty? What, what style is this? It's the... Uh, found, found footage. Found footage. Okay, so it is that style of movie. But basically, I'm not reading the synopsis, I just wrote my own synopsis. This group of people go searching for the Philosopher's Stone, which is, you know, the ancient stone that... Oh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they accidentally 
fall into the gates of hell where they have been fa they have to face some of their deepest fears in a small tunnel surrounded by millions of corpses because this whole place this movie is set in the catacombs under Paris. Okay. And so yeah, basically they are in search of the philosopher's stone, make a very big wrong turn and end up in hell. Uh, and this this movie has everything I love. It has treasure hunting, supernatural, mystery, and demons. I mean, sounds like a great movie for me. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I just want to start off by saying that uh, this is a horror movie. Yeah, it's a, definitely a horror movie. <laughs> in case anybody was, in case that was in question for anybody, this is an actual horror movie, and I do think it's a little scary, actually. You think this is scary? Uh, I watched it probably back in 2014 i this came out 2014 yeah dude i didn't see what time it came, when it came out i just saw it was on prime and i watched it no i watched it uh i didn't watch it in theaters but i watched it probably yeah it's probably about i, I think i saw this in theaters maybe not um, i don't know i don't i, 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 I think remember. this movie has a couple scares in it it's been a long time since i've watched it so i might be misremembering it but I do know that there are some scenes towards the end that I was like, ooh, damn. Yeah. Uh, but I, one of the things I love about this movie, like I stated, is the fact that it's like, it's really psychological too. Like, they don't know what they're, they don't know where they're at. They don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, there's something random happens that's like triggering to this, whoever's character's past and they have to face it or die, basically. Yeah. And it was crazy. Also, fun fact, Nate, the guy from Superstore is in this movie. Uh, the main character from Superstore. Did you ever watch that show? I did not. Oh, so, fun fact. I thought you did watch it. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, this movie is fantastic. Nate, you're not going to like it at all, I don't think. No, it does not sound like something <laughs> I would entertain. No, but I, I love this movie. And I would say this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, for sure. So, yeah. that That's what my number two is. As Above, So Below. Anybody wants to check it out, you should. All right. All righty. I see. So we so are I now on to tie. I suppose that's uh, that's me, then. Our number ones. Everybody's number one pick. <clears throat> so uh, I'll start this with, uh, you know, I met him 15 years ago. Oh, I was I already, told I already there know was where this is nothing going. left. <laughs> yeah. No reason, no conscious, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. And, of course, we're talking about Michael Myers, uh, specifically the 1978 original Halloween. Now, no. before you dive into this movie, right. I am shocked that Friday the 13th didn't make your list. See, I thought maybe, yeah. I wasn't sure which way this was going when you were doing your little spiel about your number one, if it was going to be Michael Myers or if it was going to be Friday the so, 13th. So the thing about me is that of all the slasher franchises, Halloween takes the top for me. Okay. Um... Our, I was talking to our buddy Mario about Friday the 13th because he said that him and his wife were going to watch the Friday the 13th movies this year and they haven't gotten around to it. So I said, 
you want my advice? Watch Friday the 13th in the summer because summer camp, summer vibes. I think it just works better for that. I can see that. Okay, yeah. But this movie is literally called Halloween. Yes, it is the spirit. This movie. I don't takes know. If the, I don't know if this uh, on Halloween. I don't know if this movie qualifies for my list, buddy. Uh, it qualifies. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> unlike the Evil Dead, I will not recommend this entire series. I'm just recommending the original. Um, and yeah, I know my wife. Really like. I know my wife. Like, oh, sorry, God. Well, I was just gonna say, if you like this, um, some of the sequels are pretty good. Some of them are pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I can find enjoyment out of all of them, but that's me. My wife likes this franchise, and she's not a horror movie buff at all, but she enjoys this franchise, and she saw the newest one and was not too happy about it. Yeah. So, um, just to give you guys a little bit of an idea, Halloween is basically the story of a guy who kills his sister in 1963 and then goes to... uh, um, for several years until 1978 where he breaks out and goes back to his hometown and uh, kills people. Uh, and that guy is Michael Myers. Pretty, yeah, uh, that's really... It's very it. straightforward. It's probably one of the most straightforward movies that we have on this list. There is nothing too complicated about the original Halloween. And you got um, the iconic music that goes with this movie. Now, nah, yes. The iconic music directed by John Carpenter and... John Carpenter did the music too. Awesome. Um, and I I could go on talking about this movie for way 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 too long, but I'm not going to. We don't have time for that because I'm the only one who's seen it. We don't have time for that. However, Nate, you never saw Nate, this. I have not, but I will be seeing it soon. Oh. Yes, he uh, he and I are going to the movie theater next weekend oh, to see it. I must have lost my invitation or something. Do you want to go at 9 p.m. at night? Not on a weekday. Uh, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I am excited to go watch it for the first time in theaters. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. I even was thinking, I found, a, I went to Johnny Brock's, I think. Is is that the Halloween yes, store? Yes, it is. That is Halloween. It's either that or Spirit, yeah. Yeah, I went there and I saw uh, they had a t-shirt thing, and one of them was just a bunch of Halloween-themed t-shirts, when one of my favorites was H is for Hello, but then it was a picture of Michael Myers waving to someone with a knife and a head in his other hand. Oh, there you go. Uh, Nice. And then one I was actually planning on getting Utah. But all they had it when was extra small. Oh, it was, that, that wouldn't work. Yeah, like, <laughs> I get you, Ty. I understand. It was like, bitch, get in. We're going slaying. Uh, that's oh, funny. that's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, don't worry. I have my own Halloween shirt to wear. I figured. I've, um, I actually just recently bought a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street shirt. That was pretty oh, nice. I, I very much enjoyed that shirt. And, uh I, I, I'm a huge fan of this franchise. I own every single movie. Um, Don't you own multiple I, copies of these movies? I, I actually own two. I own at least three copies of the original Halloween. Why so many because, copies? Well, okay. So back in the day, I got like the 20th anniversary Blu-ray when it came out. Um, and then when I saw they put it on digital, I wanted it so I wouldn't have to put the Blu-ray in. 
Because you're lazy so or bought, something, or what? How hard is it no, to put a I disc in? Just, I don't know. I just wanted it, so I bought it. And uh, then whenever Scream Factory or Shout Factory came out and did their collection, I bought the 4K collection, so now I have a 4K copy of Halloween. Also. And how much did that run you? Uh, it was a pretty good penny. It was a pretty penny. Uh, <laughs> I can it wasn't all the movies either. Uh, I had to buy the second collection they put out. Oh, my movies. God, Ty. You own three copies of this. You don't need to buy more. No, uh, no, no, no. The, the second collection came with different movies, but now okay. I have the whole set. The only ones I don't have are the two Halloween remakes from Rob Zombie. Okay. Um, but they are not released on 4K yet. They're also not very good. But if they put them on 4K, I'll probably get them. Ah, you have an you have an addiction, buddy. I do. I even have these. Uh, I I have these Halloween uh, pens or pins, whatever. Not the ones that you write with. Like you would stick them on. Right, stuff. right, right. Um, I don't even know what I would do with these, but I have them. So there uh, you go. <laughs> I also have uh, Michael Myers Funko Pop. That makes sitting sense. on my desk. Yeah. I uh, yep. It's an obsession. It's. Uh, it's an un- it's an unhealthy it's an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> I can understand. Uh, I I hear people have those uh, with like animals and <laughs> wolves. It's weird, but yeah, I'm, yeah, it's weird. All but, right, uh, yeah, that's my number one. It shouldn't shock anybody. It, in my opinion, uh, is the very spirit of Halloween. Makes um, sense. I didn't even get to talk about why. <laughs> But uh, uh, just trust me, it is. All right, <laughs> y'all can go now. All right, Nate, you're up, buddy. What's your number one? All right, so my number one is my all-time favorite um, like horror film. Uh, it is The Frighteners. I've never heard of this movie. I've heard of it. Uh, I've never the, seen it. Yeah. It is, it is just a really good, funny horror comedy. This is so Nate to pick the most random movie no one's seen. I mean, Actually, Raceland, I think you would like this movie. Yeah, would I? I really do think you would. Um, the main actor is Michael J. Fox. Okay, all right, real quick. I'm su- was speaking of Michael J. Fox. I was expecting Teen Wolf as your number one. Well, Teen Wolf. While I do like it, uh, it is. I was trying to go with something that had a bit more spookiness to these movies okay. uh, for this list specifically. Uh, it is one of my favorites. It would be probably my top ten. Okay. But we went to five this round. Right. So this Frighteners. Uh, yes, the Frighteners. So let me just read this announcement real quick. Once an architect, Frank Bannister, Michael J. Fox, now passes himself off as an exorcist of evil spirits. To bolster his vacade, he claims his special gift is the result of a car accident. That word is pronounced facade, Nate. Okay, facade. (laughs) You know what? Thank you, Ty. I always look to better myself. You're welcome, buddy. I'm sorry. Facade. No, it's okay. I love you. Love you too, bro. Uh, The result of a car accident that killed his wife. But what he does not count on is more people dying in the small town where he lives. As he tries to piece together the supernatural mystery of these killings, he falls in love with the wife of one of the victims and deals with a crazy FBI agent. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is a funny movie while also having some pretty intense moments. Um, Michael J. Fox kills it in this. No, no pun intended on it. Nice. I see what uh, you did there. <laughs> 
one it's, of the it's things. A scary good performance, huh? Oh, you're slaying yeah, over there. Uh, so one of the things I actually didn't know until I looked actually looked into the movie for this podcast was that it was directed, written by, and produced by Peter Jackson, uh, the guy oh, who yeah. did the Lord of the Rings movies. Nah, okay. It is... This is the movie... This is just... This is probably the first horror movie that I accepted of enjoying. Um, it is... I never really considered myself a fan of horror whatsoever, mainly because I have comedy mixed into them, so I never really thought of them as horror films. Um, but this one, it's just so good. It, if you're a fan of Michael J. Fox, you're going to love this movie. There is not a doubt in my mind. So yeah, yeah I highly recommend it. Nate, I specifically titled this the way I did because you, I knew you didn't like horror movies. I expected a lot more comedies on your list. I mean, all of the ones I listed for comedy aspects. Oh, I was thinking more like I was expecting like more like, you know, happy-go-lucky type of movies that had Halloween themes. Like Hubie Halloween. Yeah, stuff like that. Or like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas or something like that. Yeah, so I actively avoided those because I wanted to go with movies that had more gore, uh, which is one of the things I look for in a horror film. Um, in a Halloween style movie. Okay, the, that makes sense. Like Hubie Halloween. Okay, I liked it. It wasn't the best Adam Sandler, but eh, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Really, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I think I think it. it's worth watching at least once. And you know me, I I'm very picky about my dumb movies. I I yeah. liked Hubie Halloween. It was it was fine. Okay. Uh. For anybody interested in watching The Frighteners, it is free on Tubi. Oh, there you but go. But if you have a Peacock's, Peacock subscription, then it is Peacocks. also on there. <laughs> well, I was saying Peacock, and then I started saying prescription, and I was like, that's not the right word. Peacocks, you know, you know, when the Peacocks become police officers, they become Peacocks. I would, yeah. I would watch that movie. <laughs> Definitely. Um, just be flaring their feathers out to <laughs> mess with them. Uh, so yeah, that is my number one movie. Uh, definitely recommend anybody to watch it. It is from 1996, rated R, considered a fantasy horror, fantasy. and it is an hour and 50 minutes long. Nice. All right. Well, I guess that brings me to the final movie, my number one. What you got, Raceland? Is it any surprise, Ty, what my number one could possibly be? Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Dude, you nailed it. 100%. Podcast over, guys. We're done. No. It's it's obviously the movie Scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scream. You, both of you, <laughs> I knew what your number ones were going to be. <laughs> yeah, there were, uh, mine was very obvious. So was Ty's. To be fair, Nate, yeah. I knew what your number one was going to be also. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, because that's us true. three know each other very well. <laughs> very true. People not so, listening... Ty, you are the one who introduced me to the Scream franchises. Because back, like you said, you used to do a podcast called What's Playing Tonight, and one of your movies was Scream. And I was like, oh, I should watch that so I can get familiar with the movie I'm about to listen to Ty talk about. 
So I watched Scream, and I immediately fell in love with this movie. This movie was like, this is probably one of the greatest movies ever made. Honestly. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I will I will say it is probably one of the best movies ever made. Uh, pointing out and making fun of all of the flaws other horror movies. Exactly. Make. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. But that's what makes I, it uh, so good. It's certainly one of the most influential movies ever made. But it is also I one say of the why I can't stand the franchise. Oh, I love the franchise. I've seen every single Scream movie at least three times. Uh, you know what? Most of them are pretty good. No, all of them are. They're all good. <laughs> Shut up, Ty. There are some that are stupid, but that makes them good still. Hey, I like Scream 3. It's fine. It's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> I um, knew which one you were talking about. Scream, Scream is a... The, the original Scream is a five-star movie. Five... If I could do six, I would. And uh, it is one of the most influential movies made, like ever made. I think Scream um, is actually my favorite franchise, to be honest. Like movie, it's, it's, movie franchise. It's a solid pick. Uh, and uh, it's they, basically they, okay. So, so people that don't know what Scream is, which I don't know how you don't, because it's very, very much in media nowadays. Um, the movie is basically. As I would put it, as a an adult Scooby Doo, it's somebody going around yes. killing. They're killing people, and you basically the entire movie are trying to figure out who the killer is. It's like a horror whodunit. Exactly, and the Ghostface icon is just very iconic at this point. Everybody knows who Ghostface is, yeah. and uh, I mean, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, but like I like the beginning how they had a very famous actress be in the movie thinking oh she's the lead of this movie and then that's just not the case at all i, I don't know i like, thought that was entertaining when i first uh, watched it they got that from psycho but yeah you know you're right i had never seen psycho again i think a lot of the reasons why i like this movie is because i don't know all the things they're making fun of I, my favorite part of the movie is where ghostface calls uh shorty and like Shorty is smoking a blunt, and uh, he's like, "What's up?" Nope, wrong movie, buddy. Oh, is that a scary movie? <laughs> yeah, that's the movie making fun of this movie. Oh, uh, okay. No, but uh, I'm, I'm giving Raceland, I... <laughs> I'm giving Raceland a hard time, but I really do like this movie. Also, dude, there's so many huge actors in this movie that had small roles. Henry Winkler was in this freaking movie. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he was the principal. That, that role didn't last long, but he, he was in this uh, movie. <laughs> I like how Wes Craven, uh, the director, is in the movie as a janitor named Freddy wearing a Freddy sweater. Oh, for sure. I loved that because I just yeah. watched Nightmare on Elm Street after you, <laughs> before I watched this movie. Now you got to give it to Wes Craven. He came up with, uh, you know, two highly successful uh, franchises. horror franchises. Yeah. yeah. So, Ty, are you, are you going to watch every single... Scream movie they make? Yeah, I, you know what? If they keep making them, sure. I'm going to keep watching them. I, I really liked the last Scream. Dude, the one that was in New York? That was a very yeah. good, awesome movie. That one yeah, was I, liked great. The, I liked the one before that. I liked all of them, really. I like them. I mean, even number three? Even number three. It's stupid, but I like it. It's that, hey, stupid does not mean bad. <laughs> hey, like I said, I, I like some Halloween movies that are really Did it, bad. Didn't you guys pick <laughs> Evil Dead, which is known for being stupid and silly? Yeah, what? but on purpose. Yeah, it does not <laughs> take itself seriously. Neither does Scream. 
Look, I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you about Scream Three. I already said I liked it. <laughs> I know. Like, I just feel like I feel like I have to defend it. But no, no you don't. You really don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Scream. I I had to limit it to the first one because, like I said, I wish I could put all of them on there. But no, the first one is definitely the best. We we can agree on that, right, Ty? I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's just. The, I'm feeling the, a little woozy here. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the, some of the characters are just so they do their role so well not going to say who they are because that gets into spoiler territory but some of them play their roles just so perfectly that it's like if the, if, if I saw these roles with any different people, different actors it just wouldn't, it wouldn't hit the same, you know yeah, without spoiling um, definitely like Matthew Lillard to me is yeah. probably the, the top performance in that oh, movie. Oh 100%, he's the best actor in this movie um, I really like Jamie Kennedy too, though, as the as Randy, the the, the horror nerd who has yes. the rules. And, yes, uh, hey, and Nate, I like Sydney. Rules. I like all the characters. Nate, yeah. rules, he rules to survive a horror movie. There you go. That's true. Yeah, but they Just... fail at following those rules <laughs> well, so I mean, much. Otherwise, you don't have a movie. <laughs> I know. I understand, but oh. also the rules are not necessarily like. It's like it's like Captain Barbosa says uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean: <laughs> The Curse of the Black Pearl. They're more like guidelines, actually. Would you Would you consider Pirates of the Caribbean acceptable on this list? You know what? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, the pirates I, were zombies in the first one. Well, yeah, damn! Like I would have pirates. I would have uh, rearranged my list if I would have known that. But that's okay. I mean, I wouldn't put it on there, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's not. It would not be on my list. Come on, guys. Well, you can absolutely through. watch Curse of the Black Pearl if you really want to. I, I mean, mean why you guys got to hate on Pirates of the Caribbean, man? Uh, nobody, nobody is. Nobody is. It's not really. We wouldn't put it on our list I, of Halloween so, movies. I still think number three is my favorite of the Pirates movies. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> that, that, I think that does it for the podcast. Um, I, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, yeah, we did mention we did mention Johnny Depp, so you know it's all full yeah, circle, guys. Uh, yeah, fair sure. enough. All right, so that does it for the uh, the podcast. Ty, thank you, got thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We, I feel like you had to for the spooky season. No, thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff specifically, and uh, I'm always happy to join you guys for whatever you know. And um, for all you I guys like- listening out there how many little there actually are um make a comment on what you guys think is the best halloween style movie and because I, I like reading your guys's comments and seeing what you guys think um anything you guys like to say anything you like to plug uh ty uh no i don't necessarily make content anymore uh but i will say i'm going to comment on your video and i'm going to give you five other things okay that's fine by me hey <laughs> <laughs> just because I like talking about this stuff, as and it's just gonna be, it's gonna be, and as a listener, it's gonna be, exactly. it's gonna be this like Friday the Thirteenth one through five, and then gonna have to have another one of, of uh, Halloween two through six. I, I don't have that much time. <laughs> I'm gonna go down there and just put pages and pages of movies. You just put the entire Wikipedia of Halloween on the comment. I might. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> just put a link to the whole movie and make sure people watch yeah, it. Yeah, you just like find it like some put somebody uploaded on YouTube and just the entire movie just put that in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
All right. Well, thank you guys again, and uh, we'll guys see you guys on the next episode of the podcast. See you later.